What's up, Irish fans, and welcome to a bonus episode of the Slauncher Out. This was the conversation that was had after Pat, JB, Stan, and myself finished recording our other episode, which was published on Monday night. If you have not yet had the chance to listen to our earlier episode, I highly suggest you do. Before we get to today's episode, we have a quick word about Anchor. Dude, my 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 phone has buzzed probably every ninety seconds for the last three hours. I'm trying to like keep up with Twitter and I just can't. Yeah, I've been it like is walking exhausting. around the past few days like God. I'm so glad I'm not a fan of Oklahoma or like da 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 da, and then just fucking this shit drops today. Yeah. God damn. Bro, and some of the some of the Twitter current and former players is wild. Yeah, I mean, obviously, rightfully so. You got some players who are obviously going to be critical. It's 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 rough to see like some kids who are in the twenty twenty two. No, but I'm sure. Well, actually, I didn't even check, but I would oh, not be surprised. Like, no. Troy Price always... said. Wild, Troy Pl- yeah, Troy, yeah, Troy Pride's been tweeting. <laughs> Wild, terrible timing. Typical Brian. That's bad. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Typical, Brian. <laughs> Typical Brian. Source: The team is devastated. I bet they to are. See, yeah, see, yeah, guy, like I was saying, guys like who are twenty twenty two recruits because they're probably you know obviously so excited to eventually like sign and enroll and some of them early enrollees and stuff. And then just to hear this and just be like, what the fuck? And there was, I saw Matt Fortuna had tweeted out about uh, one of the assistants on the staff who learned of the news, like as he was leaving a recruit's house. Yes. <laughs> and he was yeah. just like, yeah. And he I gave the like card. He just like, asshole. yeah, make me look like a fucking asshole. <laughs> And I mean that's true, right? Like I mean, you're, we changed our mind. You're you're selling people out, and like 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 Jack, I think you mentioned it, like him ghosting the staff. I mean, like if if you're gonna leave, then then at least tell your people you're gonna leave so they don't look stupid as they go try to do their job. The plan is for yeah. Kelly to meet with the team tomorrow at seven a.m. Yeah, I saw that. Do you? Oh, you saw his text? I did. Yeah. Dude, I, I think right. I think I think literally, he took a red eye private jet flight to Baton Rouge, and was taking a red eye home, and was gonna announce at seven a.m. tomorrow, and somebody in the LSU program leaked it on his way home. Mm-hmm. I think you're totally right, and I mean I don't know how it goes, but I I would have a lot more respect for him if. He uh, told LSU he would think about it, flew home, told his team at 7 a.m., and then told LSU he was taking the job. I don't know if that meant he would have been pressed up or what. This is fucked up, but it's a great tweet. Brian Kelly literally did the Irish goodbye to Notre Dame. Yeah. Oh I, I, was thinking, I was thinking the same thing. But... <laughs> did I... Great fucking tweet. I, I saw one... Uh... 
that uh, was the Play Like a Champion Today sign, and they had highlighted out the L, so it was Pay Like a Champion Today. Uh, clever. Uh, if Brian Kelly wins a national championship at Notre Dame, he goes down as the all-time greatest coach at the most storied college football program in the country. Instead, he leaves hated by the entire fan base. Yeah, man, I don't get, like, you think he, like I was saying, you think he would have fucking learned after what, what happened at Cincinnati. Like, they, like, legit still hate him. That <laughs> and it's like, all right, man, like, you've made big, you know, job moves in the past. Like, figure it out. Like, learn how to do so gracefully. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah. And, like, I'm going to say the same thing about him, Brian Kelly at Notre Dame. He left the place better than he found it which most coaches don't, right? Like, how many coaches do you see that really ride off into the sunset? Most of them fizzle out or get fired. Most of them don't leave the place better than they found it. He left Cincinnati way better than he found it. Cincinnati wasn't a thing until Brian Kelly got there. Uh, and he left Notre Dame better. Notre Dame was definitely a thing before he got there, but he definitely left it better than he found it. I can't believe all the shit on Twitter about – I haven't seen – besides all the jokes. Uh, some of these are gold. Huh? Some of these are gold. Yeah, some of them are pretty funny. Urban about to release a video of him and Dave and Buster's wilding out on mojitos and getting twerked up before the week is out. <laughs> uh, I uh, – I, I I just can't believe I haven't seen a single tweet that wasn't a joke wanting anyone else but Marcus Freeman. I I I mean he's never been a head coach, which just isn't something that Notre Dame really does. And I, I think that could hurt him and Tommy for that matter. I've seen yeah, I, I think honestly, I think people would would be happy if, if they somehow were able to, to get fickle from Cincinnati, but yeah, Marcus Freeman obviously is, it would be the, the popular choice. One of the, uh, one of the current theories is that, uh, I mean, it's all bullshit speculation, but one of the current ones is Notre Dame didn't want to get into bidding war with LSU over Brian Kelly because they felt like they had their replacement. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that, that, that's propaganda, think, right? Yeah, uh, no way. I mean, they, they should shoot big. I, I mean, Saban. Why, why not make a call? <laughs> like, like I, I know that's a joke. No like, way. Like, like, you make the call, don't you? Like, like, like I mean, you're. Notre Dame gets Nick like, Saban. That's where you drive down to LSU and just slap Brian Kelly across the fucking yeah, face. You call Saban. You call Matt Rule. You call Joe Brady. You call Kingsbury. You call, you call, oh, you call Lincoln Riley just to say, hey, Back out of that, pull a Belichick, quit on the Jets. You know, we'll we'll we'll, we'll send you a random recruit as compensation. You, you know, whatever. Um, you call everybody. You, you know, you, I like Freeman a lot, and I wouldn't say hiring Freeman is settling. But you don't settle on Freeman at the beginning when you can call all these other people and see what happens. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Could he change a pace, Dabo? Call Dabo. Maybe he doesn't believe in Yuga Lele. 
Um, Might have stumble. Maybe he's got some doubts. Right. You know, you call Dabo. He's clearly a very Catholic guy. You know, he does that whole imagine, church thing with them. Um, imagine. You know, so you, you make every call you can. And you know Freeman's in your back pocket. Because what's Freeman going to do at this point? Imagine uh, go with Brian Kelly and get paid two and a half mil to be the DC at LSU. Yeah, that didn't hurt even more. That's a I, real possibility. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think if he's not the head guy at Notre Dame, he's the DC at LSU. I don't think that helps him at all, though. I do. I do. Because, like, then he'll kind of, he might get pegged as Brian Kelly's guy. Or, like, you know, he was with Fickle and then he went to Kelly and now he's following Kelly. What if he's a head coach's guy? Um, and I know he's a great recruiter, but I, I don't think going to, going and following Kelly helps him I, at it all. It doesn't hurt him and it's safe. Well, right, like it's safe. If if he stays in Notre Dame and does great next year with the new head coach, he's better than doing well with Kelly next year at LSU. I mean, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> JB would lose his fucking mind. Remember Tom Brady is our head in. coach. I would do it. <laughs> I, I mean, anything, anything. I would donate my salary for sure from football and immediately becomes the head coach in Notre Dame. Oh, As a Michigan guy, that would be such a punch to the gut for the Wolverine fans. Remember, remember when Brian Kelly was uh, talking about with Mike Tirico about the stability Notre Dame's had under uh, Father Jenkins and Jack Swarbrick and how USC's had like three different presidents and four ADs since he took the Notre Dame job? And he was he was saying that in light of him being tied to the USC job. Uh, but he, they all lie and say they're committed to the program when they're all fielding other offers. But like he took lying to another level when he went that deep into an explanation of why he was wanting to stay at Notre Dame. He's, qu- he's entering snake territory for me. He's a snake. He's a snake. I mean, yeah. I'm, he's a snake that benefited me for a very long time. You don't have to necessarily plan it for it to be a snake move. You know what I mean? Like, he could have had great intentions, but then he did this, and it's hard for him to do this without being a snake. Which is like Patino. You know, shit. so I'm not, I'm not saying he's like a, a deep-seated snake that was playing this all along, but doing this makes him a snake to me. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And I think it's going to take some time for more people to have some – you know, better perspective on this as far as somewhat of forgiveness, I guess. But yeah, this is, especially, I mean, I mean, we covered it pretty profusely, but just like the timing of it makes it like all that much worse. Where it's just like, all right, fuck Dude, you, man. How about, how about, uh, Brian Kelly asked about USC, wherever your name's brought up, they probably want you to look. So you're not looking where you should be looking. Then mm. first rumor of the whole, uh, carousel was linking to LSU and Brian was being brought up about USC rumors. Then Brian Kelly goes to LSU and Lincoln goes to USC. I wonder if this fucker knew it the whole time. Yeah. Right, like I, I don't think so. I, I think this is really something that probably picked up steam real quick. You know, so I, I don't think he was like a preemptive snake, but Especially after he had it yeah, in him, it definitely. I, I think this definitely picked up steam after Riley announced he was going to SC. 
Yep. Because I know LSU, all the reports are that they wanted him really badly. So I think that move probably got them to get a couple extra million from whatever boosters and fatten whatever offer they they were going to have to prospective candidates. Yeah, I, I saw something that said the LSU AD thought Riley was there until like three days ago. Oh, really? that, that, that he was like really sure of it, you know, probably because they pitched him real hard. And then, yeah. Wait, so say it, that again. Um, I, I saw somebody wrote that, and, and I don't remember who I can try to find it, but the LSU AD thought Riley was theirs until a few days ago or, uh, or a week ago or something like that, you know. So he he thought they won the won the pitch meeting. Um, do you think they had calls out after Ogeron, like they knew Ogeron was done? Do you think they maybe make calls and then they start like follow up calls or yes, a hundred? No, they they put out feelers for sure. A hundred percent. I think that's part of the reason why they waited on firing him. Uh, last offseason, they got they essentially like wanted to see who did well. They wanted to see who did well, one, but also like they they're like geniuses, they're so far ahead of the game that they just waited until the end of the last year and they got started this year, like week one. They got beat week one at UCLA. That dude probably started calling people, like, Hey, I think I'm getting rid of Coach O. You want to come here? Right, and you, you talk to agents, right? So you're not talking to the right, coach, right, but, right. but like you're you're gauging the temperature from their agent as the middleman. Yeah, so, I, I mean, every top program in the country isn't doing its job if they don't have prospective candidates on tap, right? You know, so you're always self-scouting and saying who could do this job. Um, yeah, so LSU was definitely taking tabs. And Obviously, this offseason it picked up more, and then Lincoln leaves and goes to USC, and you know they felt like they needed a splash candidate sort of thing. And Kelly's a great pick. Um, yeah, so all these teams are self scouting and figuring out who they could hire for sure. Uh, Mick ASAP is running with Marcus Freeman as the next head coach at Nerd. <laughs> yeah. He's suited a couple of times. It's like breaking per my sources. And I, I don't know if you guys make he's one of he's a former walk on. I think he just graduated last year or something. Um, I think like obviously real hard to break this first. Well, no, no. I think he. I think he's joking. I think he's truly, jo- but like also you know just being like, who, probably saying who he hopes is the next guy. I. I think, they. Uh... They have to get. They have to go get Freeman, right? Like, they have to. I don't know, man. That so, and I probably should have mentioned this when we were talking about, it, but now it's like thinking about it more. Like, at like we had mentioned, like how everything's like so sped up and accelerated with these hires, where you can't really have a whole lot of downtime without naming a head coach, and because of that, I think Fickle might obviously because they seem like you know they win this weekend they're in so i mean if they lose if cincinnati gets upset this weekend then that probably changes things a lot but otherwise i could see him test the market wait for him to see what he does yeah i could see him being very hesitant to wanting to just jump ship completely from cincinnati and then that you know essentially taking him off notre dame's list and then you know, causing them to hire Marcus Freeman. 
Right. We're, we're in no rush. It's us in, us in Oklahoma, and we're very different jobs. So yeah. and, until another job opens that kind of rivals us, we don't need to jump into anything. Um, and I, I agree. I think Elston's the choice as the head coach. So you don't piss off yeah. Tommy or Freeman, at least at the moment. And like, there's mm-hmm. plenty of reasons to justify Elston. So I, I think that's the, the right choice for the interim. And then yeah, you see and, kind of kind of see how the next week couple of weeks play out. Yeah, and Freeman also seems like one of the guys who would be the most equipped to, quote unquote, you know, stop the bleeding as far as like if recruits start to jump ship, because that's yeah. that's his that's been his strong suit and his selling point is yeah. recruiting. So, yeah, so we're not a great spot, but I really think we have a lot of good options, um, and I think Freeman is sort of. Like not the worst option, but but like a pretty awesome fallback if you don't like the other potential candidates. Because I don't think he's going to jump before he knows what the choice is with it with the Notre Dame head coaching job, right? Like why would he? Why would he go take like a defensive coordinator's job somewhere else before we announce? So it like that's a great fallback. I feel like. Yeah, it's it's just it's weird. The early signing day totally ruin the coaching carousel because um, it's just a nuclear arms race to get your guy before signing day. And so while Notre Dame doesn't, the, the only, the only competition Notre Dame has right now is Oklahoma uh, for a blue blood job. Um, a lot of the blue blood jobs have already found their guys and we're that much closer to the early signing day. And so Freeman, I think, is in a really weird position right now because he is a defensive coordinator at an elite school. The only other open job is Oklahoma. The only thing that would make this more wild of a carousel than it already has been is if he took the Oklahoma job. So I think it's safe to assume he's not going to take that job. So any move he takes besides becoming the head coach at Notre Dame for now would be considered – a downgrade unless some other school fired their DC and hired him. I mean, the only, the worst, the worst case for Notre Dame is, um, I don't see this happening, but if Venables takes the OU job and Clemson hires Freeman as their defensive coordinator because of the uncertainty around the Notre Dame position. Yeah. That wouldn't be good. Yeah, apparently the rumors of Venables going to Oklahoma are picking up. Yeah, I saw that earlier today. That seems like a weird hire to me too, though. You no. know, obviously they have, they have no history of hiring head coaches because they had Stoops for forever, and then he basically handed over to Riley. So they have, you know, no track record. But, but Venables spent time in Oklahoma, a lot of time, and yep. the the thought is that uh, they are going to go back because Stoops was a defensive guy, right? So the the thought is that they would go back to a defensive-minded, detail-oriented head coach as they move to the SEC. So I think the Oklahoma fan base wants a move like that. They don't want another Lincoln. They want somebody like Venables. Yeah, I, I just feel so weird about first-time head coaches at massive programs, um, even guys with, like, big experience there, like as, as a coordinator, you know, support yeah. staff, whatever. You know, I I just feel so strange about – a program who's going to have to invest a, 
I mean, what do you what contract would you have to give Venables? At least a five year, forty million, right? Like, I mean, if if Riley's leaving for double that, you got to give him six million a year, right? So, you're going to give that to a guy who's never run a program before, you know? Like, it just seems weird to me. Um, and, and Venables has a great resume, you know. No. So he's he's a he's a very good coach. I'm with you, and and Oklahoma should have plenty of reservations about that if that's who they want. Just like Notre Dame should have reservations about Marcus Freeman if that's who they want. Uh, Kirby Smart did it and was successful coming from. Yep. Uh, but I, I do agree that those feel like exceptions. That that is not the norm. And and I'm, I'm sure if I looked hard enough, I could name a bunch of them. But the reason you can't name a bunch that come to mind is because they get forgotten because they don't do well. Right. I mean, like Will Muschamp didn't work out. Um, Kirby Smart worked out. Um, yeah. So it it happens both ways for sure. Kirby Smart is awesome. Um, yeah, I, I just, you, you know, if you're going to throw that much money at somebody, there are a lot of options out there. And and like we've been saying, though, you're almost as likely as to miss on somebody like Matt Campbell and Luke Fickle as you are to nail somebody like Gabo Swinney, who was a bit of a random hire at the time, too. So, so yeah, it's not perfect by any means. But, you know, if you want to go get Clemson's defensive coordinator, then by all means, you know, Notre Dame's not going to fight you for it. I um I when uh, so Dennis Dodd I think was the first to report uh, the fifty million dollar contract for for Brian Kelly, and I kind of just like retweeted that because that was the first I saw of like you know contract details on on Twitter. I don't know if he was like actually the first, but it was the first one I just saw on my feed. But in that same tweet, he he also put, "Is it Matt Campbell's time?" So now I'm being tagged. And like all these replies that are just like, fuck no, no way. We don't want <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, it's it's amazing. Like there are there are some it feels like some people out there, if you told them we were hiring Luke Fickle, they'd be like, Yeah, okay. Um, he kind of fits. Everybody else wants Marcus Freeman. Literally nobody else is wanted by anyone else that's a Notre Dame fan on Twitter right now. Like, nobody wants Matt Campbell right now. Nobody wants Urban Meyer right now. Oh, man, yeah. I mean, the luster has definitely worn off a bit on Matt Campbell um, ever since. I mean, even ever since Notre Dame beat him in in their bowl game two two seasons ago, he's just just has not been able to have – six saints or just like meet the expectations that he's had with that that group that he's got in with like purdy Brees hall uh their tight end's name who i'm blanking on but like has like a solid core and just has not been able to to reach those expectations so i think yeah obviously the luster on him is kind of worn a bit but i could still see him getting like a decent ish power five job i just don't know if he's a lot of places first choices i think he might just be if he is looking to make a move it would be something where you know once a couple of schools make their hires then our schools are forced to move further down their list of candidates and that's when they land on matt campbell but who else is open what other jobs are open that would do that i mean vatech yeah virginia tech i mean they're Nothing official yet, but like Miami could potentially be open. Um, I don't know how close a program like 
FSU is to making a move. Um, yeah, uh, maybe Virginia Tech. He seems like he would fit, uh, especially after moving on from like an offensive-minded coach and Justin Fuente getting back to the whole lunch pail. Um, what's his name? Damn it, they're like well, legend coach that they had before. Uh, um, Beamer, Frank Beamer. Beamer. Yes. Uh, Florida State finished the season six and two in their last eight and made a bowl game. Um, I don't think they're going to make a change this year. I don't know. I I don't think Mike Campbell is going to leave this year. He signed a decent extension a couple years ago, seven years to seven mil a year. And why would he? And I don't know. Maybe winning winning doesn't mean as much to the coaches anymore as getting paid does. But he's going to have a way easier time winning a or getting to the playoff from the new look Big Twelve than he will anywhere else, including the ACC because he'll still have to go through Clemson. Well, a lot of stuff to play out. A lot of stuff. Yeah, all we can do is wait. Yeah, man. Because that's the sad thing is something could break tomorrow and that would cancel out our entire conversation. Well, we're gonna—I mean, we're gonna be recording later this week, so yeah. Hopefully, we'll have some—we'll have some more to talk about. I'm—I'm sure we will. But regardless, like Kelly's not coaching the whatever bowl game or playoff game we end up in, right? Like he's gone tomorrow. He's He's right. Yeah, he said said he's addressing them at seven. Okay. Yeah. So like he—he is not hanging around. Yes. We're we're gonna be in a new era. Potentially unprecedented. What the? Fuck? As soon as like twelve hours from now. So this is great. Wow, such a dirty bastard. All right. Yeah. All right, y'all. Talk to you guys later this week.